Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is time to put all the ills of the world uh, to bed. Mary McAvoy and Declan Buckley uh, join us once again. Good afternoon to hello. you both. Hello. Right, so it's time to say hello to Teddy. My husband has developed... <laughs> It'll become self-evident what I mean now in a minute. My husband has developed a little growth at the end of his chin. It's a skin tag and he has had it checked out. All is fine. It's just quite unsightly. My issue is that I'm actually a little put off by it. And by a little, I mean a lot. (laughs) I have found it a complete mood killer. And the worst part is that he'd named it Teddy. (laughs) Teddy the tag. I guess it's great. I just don't want it anywhere near me. I've broached the subject of him getting it removed, but he says he's not too bothered with that. Is it unfair of me to tell him I find it disgusting and I don't want to kiss him or have his head or face anywhere near me? Writing this down, I'm aware I sound like I'm overreacting, but it really is very long and bouncy. I know this from the amount of flicking and playing with it he does. It gives me the shivers. What can I do? <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's like, you know, it's probably his... I'm guess I'm seeing a man who doesn't have a beard. You know the way you, you well you don't yeah. know, but like you know yeah. when you get a beard, you do kind of stroke it a bit. Yeah. But now instead of beard stroking, he's, he, he's flicking this thing at the bottom of his chin and oh, squeezing it, it and stretching it out a bit. Oh, stop it! No. Oh, soon okay. it'll be down to his navel. Yeah. You'd be able to wear it like well, a scarf. Yeah. No, I think, well, I I think yes, I think skin tags are unsightly things, and they are. But I think he's kind of subconsciously resisting her because she's he knows he knows that she's put off by it. And, you know, it's kind of like, well, I'm damned if I'm going to, you know, you either love me with my skin tag or you don't love me at all. Kind I'm mean, you know, but yeah. in subconscious, in a subconscious me or the skin tag. Way, me, me or the skin tag. <laughs> oh, my God, you've been dumped for Teddy. <laughs> but I, I, I think that there's part of that. And if she had the patience to stop the resistance to Teddy and just kind of go, ah, sure, Grant, I, I, I think he'd probably get fed up sort of, uh, um, mm. you know. And then the other thing is, too, it's kind of like, well, if, if if something like a skin tag puts you off, you mustn't like me that much. Do you know? <laughs> it's kind of like, you know. If you, well, it depends where it is. Where it I is. mean, it's right, you know. Oh, yeah, it's right front. It's front and centre. Yeah. And, center and yeah. he, he's actually playing it up, it would appear. And, but at the same time, I do feel there's some kind of subconscious power struggle going on here. It's like, get rid of Teddy. No, I'm not going to get rid of Teddy. You know, that kind of way. And uh, I think if she doesn't react to it, but, but, and, and the other thing is that it's so simple to get a, a skin tag off. Like, oh, yeah, it's a matter of 30 seconds. Do you know? But he's not getting any. So you think that How might. Do you know him? Well, that's what she seems to be implying. She can't. She doesn't want him nearer. <laughs> she's her pulse. She well, I suppose she goes, it's, it's OK, then it's me. Or this there's the there's, you know, like, there's three of us in this relationship. Which one? Which one is the skin tag there? Camilla. Um, yeah, look, I get, I, you know, you want to be all like kind of body autonomy and go, yeah, you do your body, whatever you like. I, I understand that approach. I also understand that he's probably not, you know, the kind of person who's very aesthetically driven. He doesn't really yeah. maybe care about, yeah. you know, mm. the finer parts of like presenting yourself. People do get a bit kind of turned off by by skin tags. They can also become really inconvenient. You mentioned growing a beard or shaving. Like, I want to know how he manages that because if there's a, like a little wibbly wobbly yeah, one, you're going to slice it off. Yeah. yeah, every single time you shave, 
yeah, you know, he's got to go around it. You're like, but also, if you ever like, oh God, it's got a little. It's like, like it's got a little bed of hair around it as well. Oh, it's oh, even yeah, more disgusting. Really, yeah, like, oh. like, you know, like the witches from the beginning of Macbeth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think... Fair I think thoughts really. and happy hours at Tandy, by the way. Anyway, go on. It's just the actor in me. Now, somebody has already suggested ask him to grow a beard, maybe. But sure, he'd be all snangled up inside it. Yeah. Or, or every now and again, it'd peek out. And then it'd, it'd leap out of it. Because the hair won't grow on it, you see. No, I can't... I'd have no, to I, give it a little machete to cut I its I do way think, out. though, with skin tags, what happens is that they do become inconvenient, regardless yeah, of yeah. whether or not you, you're kind of swayed by the aesthetic element and, and like you know I, I do feel for her as she kind of you know looks at him and all she you know between her and the man she married is this growth <laughs> yes. and I get it I get it like it's kind of relatively minor and whatever but it is kind of you know what it is what it is but I do think his his if he if he's dealing with shaving and if he's dealing with that kind of thing it will it'll, it'll, it'll either get to the point where it will bleed a lot and just be this kind of messy yes. thing that he'll just go right I need to do something about this. And as you say, Mary, they're, really, they're so easy to deal oh, with. It literally yeah. is seconds. Yeah, and I just, but I, I do think that's it. I think if she could play the waiting game, it's going to, you know, <laughs> Teddy yeah. will Does the skin off tag just fall off if they don't? No. Or do they do? No, I, I think, don't. yeah. But I, I sound like an expert in skin tag. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, oh, this might be Ooh, the reason. what? Somebody says it sounds like a little penis on his face. That's what it is. <laughs> What like this is like that film? What's that one that okay. film? Head to get ahead and okay. everything. Yeah, he's got another side of his head. Yeah, head grows yeah with Richard Grant. Um, yeah, but I mean, okay, so what? He's got a little penis <laughs> on his chin, and that's a that's a good thing. Could she is say as a, as a compromise, you're not coming near me until you, if you uh, unless you stick a plaster over it. So just for like sexy time, he wears a plaster on his chin. No, I think just just go for broke. Don't go. Yeah, just cut I out mean, the middleman. Yeah. Say no nookie till Teddy is gone. Yeah, uh, but I. <laughs> you see, it's got a name now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they've got a pet sheep. Uh, like, I mean, oh, you actually you know, name no, to look at a chop now. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think naming your body parts is a bit like you know, it's a bit weird. Get your hands off, Chloe. No, no, it's not a good thing. Oh, Chloe, no, but they, you know, we see it sounds like a little penis on because some people give that a name as well. Yeah, yes, like they do. Like, which is like so bizarre. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very. Yeah, so he's I already halfway down that road. Yes, I think she has two options: ignore it, and it will literally go away because he get fed up. Yeah. Or ultimatum. No, no. Now, is, like, is there a chance that he's worried that something else is going on? Because, you know, often skin tags and, and growth can out, kind though. of... Yeah, okay, that's right. Sorry, I forgot that. Right. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, concentrate, Dick. Yeah. Yes. So it left. is. It's checked out. It's grand. Yeah. So he's going... I wonder... The, the thing about it is if then it has been checked out and it's not a medical scenario, it's a cosmetic surgery kind of thing to get it removed. So it's not like your doctor's going to put you onto the public health scenario. You'll have to go off and pay for the procedure. I know, but you don't. A doctor can do it anyway. I, I, the, the reason I know is because my brother-in-law does a lot of that sort of stuff. He's a GP and he ah, does a lot right. of that sort of stuff and it's gone. Okay, no so it's not or, or even fr- frozen off too. You can do it. That's how. That's why I'm so knowledgeable about skin tides. Not because well. I'm covered in them or anything like that. Right, of course not. Right. Beautiful yeah. skin. Beautiful. Look at it now. <laughs> Mag says, "I guarantee you, if they split up in the morning, the first thing he'd do is get rid of Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way he goes in the single scene with Teddy. That's yet his wife's supposed to look at it." That's yeah. a very so good point. That's Go a very to a good Teddy point. killer who's going to, you know, yeah. remove Teddy from the Okay, scene. so just tell him get rid of it, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, don't do, your words. Why do men take their, their wives so much for granted? Do you know what I mean? They don't make that effort. 
you know, that they yeah, would for somebody they've never met before. minor effort. Like, if you won't do that, like, does he have a wash even? That's kind of where oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, you're that's swaying did. me now. I was yeah. kind of on his side. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm... Uh, tell him he's off. stomach churning. Be honest, says one texter. Uh, somebody else says, this is revolting radio. And I must agree with that, listener. You're absolutely right. Wait for the right. next letter. We'll move on <laughs> to something far more uplifting. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> My boyfriend and I are together four years, living together for about five months now. We delayed moving in due to my work, as it involved a lot of travel at one point. A lot of of preamble here. On a few occasions, I've walked down the hall to find him mid-poo, door wide open, (laughs) chatting to me. Each time I'd get a fright and run away, and I've told him to close the door and do that in private. However, twice now, he's come into the bathroom while I'm brushing my teeth or putting on makeup to use the toilet for number two. Why does he think this is okay? Both occasions I walked out in absolute shock. It is not okay to poo in the company of others like that. I don't care how intimate you are. It's not okay. I've told him as much, but he laughs every time, telling me to relax about it and says, ah, come on, it's us. As if that is a reasonable defence of his actions. To excuse the pun, I feel this is a dumpable offence. <laughs> well, what does the panel think? Is I think it's dumpable. Yeah. I was a bit terrified there because I thought that she was going to suggest that he names his poo is there. <laughs> please don't go down that line. He should the poo. <laughs> um, is it a dumpable? Look, I think if you look at it from the perspective that she has laid a boundary down that he is crossing over and ignoring, I think mm. that there is a kind of a, yeah. there's an issue there that needs to be kind of challenged. Um, I do also think that people in their relationships as kind of they, they, coagulate if that's the right word to use uh, into a couple that they they, they kind of slowly drop away some of the kind of the more um, Mm. the the outward you know like for example I have a friend of mine who tells me that like it was a year before she would even go to the bathroom in her in her boyfriend's house because it's just that was her kind of stages of intimacy and then you have people who go you know I don't want my partner to see me without my makeup you know all of these things take time for one of the party to feel comfortable about and that comfort has to come at their own pace and so I think what's happening here is that there's a pace um, imbalance between the two people and I think you're looking at me going oh, what? But pooing no. <laughs> yeah. no pooing or peeing I'm sorry I think there should be well, some I mean, mystery yeah. left <laughs> I really do. I mean, I, I, I think that's... I wonder what that person who thought the last... <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I I think that's a kind of a... It, I don't know if mystery is the right word because it's not something you fantasise about. I think <laughs> I wonder what he's like when he's having a poo. A lot of people do share the bathroom like that though and they are a bit, you know, it's, it's you know, like he says, the oh, guy saying, it's... <laughs> No? Okay, well, you know, thank you for sharing, but uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about us in the room here who never share. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that there are people who are, yeah. that's how comfortable they are. You know, they, you know, you know, you see that on TV all the time, people, you know, in the bathroom with their pants down with somebody else brushing their teeth. And it, it's, it's a common enough thing mm. for some people and for other people, it's not. It's, they would ne- never, as you say there, entertain the idea of it. No. And that's what happens naturally when people's boundaries are kind of, you know, you work out your own stuff. She's obviously just with somebody who's a bit more, you know, down with that kind of thing. But and again, she's not. again, sorry to sort of go all patriarchy on your asses, but it's like, it's these men, two men, well, maybe it could be different with women, I don't know, but two men, <laughs> one is a tag and the other is pooing yes. in, in, in front of us. And both of them are saying, ah, sure, it's grand, will you relax, woman? And, you know, eventually you have to go, again. Well, it's not grand, and it? 
you know, it, it's, it isn't grand. I think it's at the very, very best, it's bad manners. At, at the very, very worst, yeah. it's revolting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it is. You know, we've had some questions on this before where people have been, you know, whether it's farting or doing, doing something mm. else, making the other person uncomfortable yes. in any way. That's why I'm, I, I'm trying to say is I, I think that that's not a good way to pursue a relationship because if you're dismissing somebody else's concerns or yes. dis, uh, discomfort, that's disrespectful. Yeah, yes. absolutely, hundred yes. percent. But sometimes those discomforts change over time. What, you know, in the beginning of a relationship, what might have made you uncomfortable or, or feel like somebody being a little bit too close to you in your space over time becomes less of a problem because you're just more comfortable, you know them better. So that's all I was really saying. Obviously, there's still always going to be lines for individual people. And, and in this instance, if this woman is saying to her partner, you're crossing that line and that line is never going to go away. Yeah. That's what we really have to get down to. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, the bathroom or whether it's, you know, your ideas about how your relationships work. You're setting down a line and, and it's been disregarded. And if you communicate your problem in those terms and he still continues to disregard you, then you have a bigger problem than yeah. somebody just being a little it, bit... It, it, well, yeah, you're, I, I suppose couples have different lines, but there's a yeah. huge consideration factor here. Also, like, I don't know... In my mind, peeing is one thing, but pooing like has a huge yeah. smell factor yeah. uh, going on. You know, yeah. so you're not just seeing it; it's assaulting your nostrils. Yes, no, it's, it's so like which... I don't I don't poo on the same floor of the house as my partner. Like, and if we stay in a hotel room in the morning, I you know I go for a wander. Is it yeah, not bar. in a field or anything, but if we're staying in a hotel, <laughs> you know, next door I go down. Now. Yes, excuse me, I have something to show you. <laughs> Oh but like you know that kind of thing so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just think I think I think it's it's again uh, like she, you were saying crossing a line well she is obviously three miles away from the line never mind crossing it and if he's if they they have a chance if he'll accept it he'll accept that she finds it disgusting and Maybe in time she mightn't find it so disgusting. I personally... There's a really interesting concept about disgust as well, though, because disgust is partially kind of culturally given to us. You know, the idea of... I'm getting a bit philosophical here, I know. But no. it's a bit like some some ideas, some things that we're told are disgusting and then some things are just, you know, it's it's innate. It's I know, there's like biological programming. It disgusts that makes you yeah. go, yeah. And so, so you know... F- I was talking about this only the other day. Like I, I was in a in a hospital, and, and just for me, I actually have a, like a complete reaction to blood. I can't look at blood, and mm, it's something that yeah. even though I have no problem sticking a needle in, I don't mean like for crap. <laughs> 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 if I'm giving blood, yeah. for example, I've no, I've no problem like with the, the the needle going in, and it's not about pain. I, I'm I'm rationally totally down mm. with the whole process, but something happens inside my brain whenever I see the blood that I go mental, and so you know a lot of this is involuntary. So mm. I. Think I think different people have different vibes and I think again the, the guy in this picture is just being a little bit disrespectful he's towards winding what, her up though as well yeah, yeah say, there is yeah. This, but he's also really say, comfortable a phrase. it's yeah. a classic scenario well I'm comfortable it doesn't cost me anything to keep doing what I'm doing it will actually cost me to think to kind of give you the respect and that's where yeah. the problem is and that's uh, yeah what, and I think know. that's I think that yeah. is a problem and I think it will get bigger to yeah. be honest Mm. Tom yeah. says uh, tell the woman to get a door spring automatically closes the door 
Well, then why should it be up to her? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no pooing. Yes. I've been married 25 years. I would never even let my husband hear a plop. <laughs> I hear the volume on the TV is he's used in her ensuite. sweet. Now, she goes on to say, nip that in the butt now. I'm not really sure if that's, uh, uh, if that's a deliberate pun or not. Uh, Kevin says she should take a poo in front of him and see how he reacts. If he reacts positively, uh, then run. Uh, mm, yeah. yeah but why would you do something that yeah. you don't want to do? Yeah. That, yeah. Hygiene. I wouldn't brush my teeth alone in the bathroom if the loo lid is up, let alone any defecating in the vicinity. <laughs> As for sharing the bathroom, fine if comfortable, but not while evacuations. So there seems to be an yes, evacuating the line there. Line there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Would you poo in front of your siblings, your parents, your granny? I think not. So why is it okay to poo in front of your partner? I would like to hear from any listeners who think it's okay to poo in front of your granny. I mean, I grown-ups. Uh, now you know why dogs look at us well, they have to poo on the street. <laughs> going, oh, these people have made me do it in front of the world. Well, it looks like if you look at cats, they go quietly. and they, Even they want to be, you know... Um, Just a moment of privacy, please. please yeah. Think Would of the pets. Yeah. No. Uh, my, my wife calls my name in the house. I answer, I'm here. Where? Downstairs. She eventually finds me sitting in the downstairs toilet with a big grin. She's always horrified because she thinks I'm having a wash. It's hilarious. <laughs> As in, you've lured her down to, yeah, like, to see you pooing. Yeah. Wow. You know, the... Is there some weird exhibitionism in it? Look, look at me having a look poo. Look what I made. I think yeah. you have to be. I'm I think, I think you have to yes. be an exhibitionist <laughs> to want an audience for your... That's what it is. is she, maybe he's looking for a pat in the head. Oh, God, I love him. Oh, oh, probably. Or a toffee or something. I, this all stems to when he was potty trained. Yeah. I'll bet. Yes. I'll bet. Oh, yeah. no. He wants another mammy. Yeah. God, she should. Oh, go, yeah. go, run, yeah. run, run, run. Pack your bags. We could set him up with yeah. Tagman and yeah. then they'd be very happy to do it. Uh, my, God, Jesus, what, what if it's the same fella? Uh, my sister is currently organising our parents' 50th wedding anniversary while we're all looking forward to the weekend in Tuscany. Ooh. Ooh. In late spring, the organising of the event has started to cause ructions among my siblings and me. The problem is that my sister earns more than me and she's insisting on staying somewhere considerably outside my budget, uh, but yet she assumes that everyone else will be able to afford the trip. I really hate to be a buzzkill, but it's got to the stage that I'm having to take on extra shifts at work in order to make the payments. But I am genuinely nervous about broaching the subject with my siblings because I am the eldest and I feel ashamed. What should I do? Oh, you have to talk to her because yeah. that's... that's like in, in this day and age... But actually, you know something as bad as the sort of cost of living crisis is and everything, at least it's now... You have the the opening now to go and say, look, I'm sorry, I I can't afford this. I'll go, but I can't stay in that hotel. I'll try, I'll get an Airbnb in the area. But she's got to be told because that's kind of, that's kind of money blindness, you know, and it's, it's, Mm. it's, but I have to say, and there isn't a day goes by, I'm not delighted I'm an only child, but like, when you see these parties and these organised, and I've seen it so many times in different families, this is a very classic problem where somebody runs off, uh, you know, on their own bat, decides everybody's in the same boat as they are. And then everybody's going, hang on a second here. I can't afford that. Yeah. So, but I think, again, like, uh, just be open. Just say, I can't afford it. I simply can't. Say, I am working extra shifts so that I can actually go. But I can't afford to stay in wherever the Ritz or wherever they're staying in Tuscany. Um, yeah, because you just mentioned 
it's not just the person who wrote into us. There are siblings. Siblings. That's so I just wonder the, if... The others might be just, you know, waiting for somebody else to kind of speak up and go, we can't afford yeah. this. I, I do think, though, that the, the real problem here isn't isn't about... Just, just about the money. I, I think that the letter writer here is... Um, it's it's it's, a, it's in, a, in a strange place with their relationship with their siblings, where they don't want to come out and say anything remotely approximating "I can't afford this" because they don't want to be the person mm. who who can you who can't afford it when everybody else can, because that suddenly puts them in a place mm. as the you know the poor sheep of the family, whatever the expression is. <laughs> that you know that you're the one who's earning the least, you know, because that comes with a whole lot of emotional baggage that maybe they don't want to have a discussion about. They want to keep their own financial stuff private mm. and, the, and, the, and to keep their relationship with their siblings purely on the kind of, you know, we're brothers and sisters. It's not, we're, we're not investors mm. in a family. We're, but we're, I do think that something, a, a relationship, particularly a sibling relationship, is enriched by honesty, I think. You know, yeah. that you can, you can actually say, look, you know, God bless you. It's great, you know, that you can afford this. I can't. I don't think, and, and certainly I would say to anyone, sibling or otherwise, don't be ashamed of how much you earn. No, of course don't, not. Yeah. It's not I you. I agree with that 100%. It's not you. And, and it's, it, you know, you, you'd be proud that you're, you know, still keeping body and soul together. Cause yeah. So, manages, so many of us are having a hard time, you know. So I, I, I definitely think if you people sit down and talk, particularly in a family, without getting... You know, you know, I can't afford and you're wealthy and I'm not and you have a better job than me or her husband has a better job. You don't know what the, the story is there. But I, I, I think you can just if you say it very kindly and say, look, I can't I can't afford it. I will go with the heart and a half looking forward to it. But I'm going to stay in an Airbnb somewhere. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think I think whenever it comes to sort of family organisations and stuff, a family um, family planning and nearly called it there. Yeah. That's not what I mean. <laughs> when it comes to like <laughs> planning of family events and and uh, or even if it's chipping together to buy a birthday present for you know a family member or whatever, it, it's kind of these kind of things need to be laid out first because yeah. once you're dealing with somebody who like the sister here who maybe either has a bit more cash to spend on it or has or hasn't got other things that they need to spend it. Because the sister who's got the money to go on the holiday might actually earn less than you, but they just don't have some of your other outgoing. So at the end of the day, it's not about how much people earn. It's about what their disposable income is in relation to this specific outgoing. So from that point of view, I think, I really think it's a bit like, it's more down to the point. What exactly are we doing? What exactly is expected of us? Is everybody on board? What's the budget? Let's go. Rather than you know, Sandra's booked the place already and going, here's the bill. You yeah, know, that's I, a bit... I always find it astounding. I must say, maybe it is normal in families. And again, as I say, I'm an only child. So, but I find it astounding that that wouldn't have been discovered, discussed first of all. And, and also that a sister would not be aware that a, a, an, another sister or brother or whatever is mm. not... It's not in the same earning earning category, you know. So Well, I wonder now, even the parents. Now, are the parents going, you know, because... Of that generation, would they be going, oh, yeah, we want to go to Tuscany for our 50th? Or, you know, would you normally go to Bundoran? That sort of thing, you know, 
that perhaps says something about the sister mm. rather than the rest Probably of the family. Yeah, bit, and, that, and that, I mean, I know there's definitely been moments in my own past where, you know, I've kind of suggested stuff to my mum and dad to go and do something and it's kind of what we're doing together but then it becomes a, a sort of bigger thing and then suddenly we're inviting the brother and his family to come to this event and, and then, you know, you're dealing with it from their perspective and realising, well, if we'd actually had the conversation at the beginning, yes. this wouldn't be how it would have turned out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Instead, and, and so yeah. I, I, I kind of see all that and I understand that and sometimes the plan is already in motion before yeah. people are considered yeah. and that's not yeah. a great way to do stuff but I, stu- I do still think though those there are ways in which that thing can be managed I think so the straight talking and kind and gentle talking is the yes. way to do it and also you could you could probably get a villa or something much cheaper than you know you can you can shop mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jane, baby. I yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know Tuscany, but it just sounds expensive to me. It the word expensive, sounds expensive. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the north part of Tuscany, maybe you might. Put... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live Tuscany, baby. There, we live in Ireland. <laughs> of course we do. Yeah. We live in Ireland. Everywhere is cheaper than well, Ireland. That's Come probably on. true. You know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, going back to uh, Teddy, the skin tag. Uh, okay. Mal on Twitter says you can get a skin tag removal kits on Amazon. Mm. Uh, they're about a tenner and they work great. It's just a tiny elastic and a tool to put over the tag. Then it'll fall off in a few days. I've used them. They're dead handy and painless. Mal looks absolutely fantastic in uh, his profile. Well, he doesn't have a profile picture, so <laughs> yeah. we can't 100% take his word for it that they actually work that well. And, uh, and uh, M in Athlone has an odd suggestion on this. Uh, do all the sexy biting and bite Teddy off. Ooh. That could end up with like septicemia and like, you know. No, true. <laughs> now, but what you could do is she could like, you know, would it be kind of an Amazonian thing? A great feeling of she just bit it off and she spits it out. Oh, God. Goes, oh, my God. You're a powerful woman. Mm. It sounds like something from like, uh, you know, Latin history, you know, some the Caesar took yeah. it and the beast was thrown yeah. on the ground. And then she goes, yeah, I have no, this kit I bought on Amazon. So don't worry. Yeah, before you bleed to death. Don't get the kits on Amazon. They're invented. There's half of them are yeah. dangerous. Yeah. and uh, yeah. But, also, but also, like, it gives them time to think about the thing. Yeah. So yeah. Mean, you just no. There's no warning. It's gone. Yeah. Just yeah. get them to make an appointment to a dermatologist or whatever and just get it off. just a doctor. They just do it. You don't, have to, you don't have to go down the road. He's afraid. Of... He's afraid. He's very afraid. He's afraid. Yeah, he's going, oh, Teddy, yeah. they want to take you away from me. I named my fear. My yeah. fear is Teddy. <laughs> I'm with my wife 17 years, uh, married 15 this year. Uh, she wouldn't poo in the same house when we first met. That must have been interesting to organise. Uh, <laughs> now we have chats while pooing. The introduction oh. of kids helped us to be more comfortable with each other. Says yeah. the sexer. Yeah. Different, you know. I think it's about, it is for them. But they have chats while pooing? Do they yeah. have like a his and hers kind of they job and they're sitting there? Racist. Yeah. Poo racist. Like, who gets <laughs> poo quantities? Poo. No, 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 when the, no, no, uh, when no, the kids come no. in, yeah, who won today, Daddy? Um, <laughs> and uh, going back to giving it a name, uh, my, my wife calls my parts Johnson, Mooney, and O'Brien. <laughs> And calls her parts Baps and Fajita. She's obsessed with bread. Clearly. (laughs) That is wild. Oh, God. I don't know which I'd prefer, the pooing couple or or the... Johnson, Mooney and O'Brien. Right, before Pat the Baker sues us for some reason. uh, (laughs) Mary and Declan, thank you both very much. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.